shit. So here we are, people. Here we are. Uh, not too long. Won't be too long, folks. Till we uh, till we witnessing some some uh, some familiar entertainment inside that bubble. But before we get there, I want to say, uh, yo, shout out to Russ, my guy Russ. Uh, he re- it was reported that he did have. You know, he tested positive for COVID, but he's feeling all right. You know what I'm saying? He's quarantining for 14 days, so my guy get well. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to, um, I got to shout out to everybody else, too. Then Woody had caught it twice. It, I think it's okay for him to sit down. <laughs> like, for real. You know, I, I know I'm giggling or whatever, but, you know, as long as he's all right, like, God damn, you can say, boy, hey, we're going to have some hell of a war stories to tell when, when our grandkids... When we get our grandkids or our little young nieces and nephews and et cetera, yeah, we're going to have some hella war stories. But um, it seems like a lot of NBA players, or not even just a lot, it's just being, it's, it's being magnified now that, you know, a lot of players are getting, um, are coming down with it. Uh, and Russ being one of the noticeable superstars to come down with it. Uh, but he also, you know, he sent out a message saying that he's all right. You know what I'm saying? Um and so, with that being said, you know uh, it's going to be a bit of a little bit of Laker news, you know, this episode, and it won't be long. But you know, one of the biggest impacts that we had thus far, besides signing Jr., you know, what I'm saying we already had um, uh, Mr. Waiters on the roster, you know. So now we had a combination of Hennessy and Edibles, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying coming off the bench. But Alice Caruso, the God Caruso, will be taking on a much larger role inside the bubble next to Braun. And, you know, the one thing that makes me sad about this is that uh, Braun has every reason to hog the rock, you know what I'm saying, pushing the rock down and, and, and taking over the PG position. And that is because one of the most important positions and one of the most important players on the, on the team will be out for a month and a half, close to two months. Uh, fractured hand. I think it's a, a, a maybe a thumb somewhere in there involved. And you know what? You know what's crazy is I had a thumb injury before. Um, I'm not sure how long I was down, but I know it took it. it I never got um, the. Uh, I ne- I never got it checked out though. And I remember my mom giving me her wrist. It was like something. It it was it was for her wrist. Um, and she needed it, uh, but she gave it to me, and I also wrapped my thumb. But I never went to the hospital, never went to ER or urgent care or anything like that. May have went to the school nurse or whatever, but it wasn't much that they could do except for you know I iced it a lot. Um, but I had got it caught in uh, my boy D'Angelo. Shout out to my boy D'Angelo. Hopefully he listens to the show. But I remember we were doing a one on one drill, and that's when we got a uh, we basically got a. You know, get in our defensive stands, run, glide, run, and defend the player full full length of the court, up and down. And I remember uh, my hand got caught in his jersey, and whatever movement was was going on, my thumb went backwards, and it basically just, it was a sprain. But those shits hurt though, and especially if it's on your main hand, your your shooting hand or your dominant hand, I should say. Um, yeah, they shut my shit down. My shit was hurting. Like, I couldn't dribble. I couldn't shoot. And if you barely touched it, and especially if you touched it uh, on a certain part of my thumb, and it's crazy how you don't pay attention to the stuff when you're healthy, but when you are injured and you're banged up, you, you're so sensitive. <laughs> and it seems like everything is just hitting that that spot. 
and it that shit was hurting, man. Um, so he, you know, the the reports was he um, he fractured it. Uh, he'll be out for you know at least two months. <sighs> Very important player to the team. Probably not as important as other players, but he's definitely because when you're going into if you're going to the playoffs in general, not we're not talking about the regular season because you have 82 games to play, right? Now, depending on when you lose that player, uh, it may affect the team a little bit more. So losing him, um, let's just say the, the the season played out. We played all 82 games and he got injured the last couple of games of the season. That's important, but not as important. So I'll explain. Yes, we won't be having him for the, what, first round or, you know, two or something like that. Um, definitely not for the first round. And it just depends on... Uh, how those, how the first and second round play out. Um, it's projected that the finals will be in October. So, well, actually, that is that's probably, yeah, we're looking at we're looking at the first and the second round. He'll 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 most likely be out. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe the 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 Western Conference. But the thing is, um, shit. You know, even if he's ready to come back, and it's always an opportunity uh, for him to come back early, depending on how his body heal and how his body responds to the injury. But um, regardless of how people feel about him, um, you, you need all your horses. You need every single one of them in the stable. You need you need bodies available. You know, and since we we were we were going to start off with uh, an additional body. And that was being, you know, Jr. But that body was being replaced, or well, he was replacing, and a, 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 which was a more important piece. I I would feel like uh, on the defensive side is Avery Bradley. So now we're missing Avery Bradley, and we're missing Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo used to be a headache on defense, you know what I'm saying? But now he's 34, 35 years old. Um, so he's just a veteran guard that you need on you need on any. I would say probably, I mean, we see what he did with the Pelicans, hooping, you know what I'm saying? And that was, what, roughly uh, three years ago, maybe, you know, two or three seasons ago. Um, he was hooping, and he showed that he can be a great compliment, co complimentary player. So, you know, that now playing alongside uh, Braun, that might be a little bit difficult because he decided he wanted to, be a, a, you know the point forward, but at times when Rondo is in the game, he plays well with AD, and that's the most important thing. When you can play good with your guard, when, when your guard can play good with your big man, that's what I need because we need that half court set. You know what I mean? Um, as far as Bron, I need him to be a part of the half court half court set and not setting up the half court set. You know what I mean? And Rajon Rondo can spark that spark the the fast break. And not to, not to say that nobody else can, but he's the pure, he's the, he was at the time the only pure top notch point guard we had at the time. You got Cook, of course he's a point guard. Can't play any other position besides that. And not taking nothing away, but I'm just saying height wise in his natural position and his skill set, he was a point guard. But Rajon Rondo just a much better point guard than him, and he's a veteran. He's won before, played against Braun, played on the bigger. You know, the, 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 the great playoff matchups and in the finals, uh, we need that. 
we need, and of course we need that leadership. You know what I'm saying? So his IQ with his uh, veteran skill set, definitely need that. At the same time, we're not losing as much. We're not losing as much. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Caruso has shown that he can step up. Now, taking on a job a full responsibility, now is game time. I wish he would have gotten a, a, a nice chunk of that towards the end of the And, you know, again, the season was cut short. So... Is only so much that you know we didn't we didn't know that this was going to happen. Do I believe they would have gave him more time towards the end of the season? Maybe you know what I'm saying, just to make sure he gets to sharpen him up for the playoffs. Um, but now it's one of those that he's thrown to the wolves, and I think he can handle it. You know what I'm saying? I think he can handle it. I don't know for sure because we have yet to see it. Um, now, as far as JR and and waiters, I expect them to come in and and help with the offense. JR with a little bit of defense. I'm not gonna take that away from him. I, I believe that, yes, we when we think of JR, we think of the one boneheaded mistake that he made, the last boneheaded mistake that he made, which was in the finals. At the same time, I'm not gonna hold that against him for his whole career. He's still gonna get these jokes. He will never live down those Hennessy jokes. I think, and this was this comes this is with a lot of players, even the veterans. They get on a team where they have championship expectations. They will, they will, they will try to answer. You know what I'm saying? You can even do too much and still fuck up. You know what I mean? Well, not and that's trying to be that's 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 trying to to spark up that IQ. That's trying to do too much physically and your body not responding or just not. It's not supposed to be in. You're not supposed to be doing it. You know what I'm saying? So you could be doing too much and fuck up and you could be and you could not be doing too much and and, and fuck up the team. At the same time, um, both of those players are still serviceable. Uh, they if they're not complete replacements for what for the two guards we just lost. But that's what we got for right now. You know what I mean? So um, what do I expect? I expect all the players to step up. It's the playoffs. I don't, you know, I don't expect any one of those players not to step up and, and show Bron that they're worthy of being his teammates on the championship roster. Not only that, showing that you can play in this Laker jersey. Once you get that down packed, I can roll with you. You know what I'm saying? As of right now, Caruso has shown that he deserves to be in the Laker jersey. And he deserves to play. He deserves to start, but not necessarily for the Lakers. But he deserves to start now because of the situations. You know what I mean? I think I think them rotating the guard position uh, during the season was was a good look. But it was also given because we had Danny Green sitting down for a while. We had Avery Bradley sitting down for a while. We had Rondo sitting down. Those, those players rotated going to the bench for injuries and rest, et cetera. So that gave Caruso a lot more time. I think he can average more than five points a game. His impact is more is more needed, I should say. Well, at the time, his impact was more needed than his actual scoring. His defense, his ability to find, like his chemistry with, with Bron and AD on the court at the same time or, you know, and or with one of the, one of them is phenomenal. 
right? But now we're in a situation where, of course, we know Danny. We need Danny Green to step up, and then after Danny Green, we we would have been looking for Avery Bradley more so on the defense and his mid range jumper, right? Uh, with Rondo controlling the tempo, controlling the tempo, controlling the offense, making sure everybody's in place. Basically, he's the floor general next to Braun. That's his job. You know what I'm saying? As being as being the the top veteran on that team because he's the only one besides Braun that has championship experience and Danny Green. But we look towards Rondo because he has had the battles against Braun. Now he's in the you know and and, and Danny Green and Danny Green as well. But we I'm looking at it as far as the a point guard standpoint, you know, and, and, and basically them sharing the rock. Um, but. We already know Rondo is probably the, only, the best player on that team to run the, to run the offense. Braun might have the highest IQ, but as far as running the offense, you gotta just that's all Rondo right there. That's all Rondo right there. Um, so he's that's going to be missed. I don't care what player we miss, they're going to be missed. You know what I mean? Their roles may have been, and I'm and I'm excluding Avery Bradley because his role was actually huge because he was one of the players that we was going to rotate on certain players. If you want to talk about Clippers, we was going to rotate him on Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and their point guard. He had a heavy task ahead of him. You know what I mean? And he's one of those Swiss Army Knights where, yeah, of course you can't put him on Giannis. You know what I'm saying? But the three and under... That's Avery Bradley, and he's going to pass, and he's going to bother whoever is going to try to disturb on that offensive side, and that's what we needed. As far as Rondo, again, he can control that. He can control the tempo, whether we run in fast breaks or we setting up to half-court offense. That's what we needed. He's not able to do that if he only got one hand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So speedy recovery, and I hope that two and a half to two months comes down to a month, maybe a month and a half. You know what I mean? Because we're definitely you need all your soldiers, and that goes for the Clippers. That goes for Milwaukee. That goes for Miami. Um, I like I, I, I like Toronto a little bit, but any of these heavy hitters that I'm talking about are in the middle of the road. They need everything. You need everything going in the war. You can't be missing anything, and we're already going to go in there a little bit handicapped because we won't have our probably our top defender. Uh, next to Alex Caruso, you know what I mean. So that's just what it is. Now I'm, I know AD is being a solid rim protector, but that's inside the paint. I'm talking about the perimeter. Um, stand on my Lakers, and I know y'all love it because y'all love my Lakers, right? Of course you do. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Um, shout out to my boy Geo. Shout out to my boy Smash, and shout out to my guy Goldie. Uh, and then also my guy from Detroit, CP, don't know CP real name, doesn't really matter because I grew up off of just learning about people uh, off their nicknames in general. I'll find out his real name probably 10 years from now, or if I'm not too lazy to ask. Anyhow, he's a Detroit, I'm not sure if he's a Detroit native and he loves Detroit teams, but I'm assuming he is a Detroit native. And I think I spoke on him on one of my episodes. Anyhow... You know, we had a uh, we had another great episode, and one of the one of the questions that I posed was, "Will this uh, championship count?" And I wasn't really looking for, and as it was rhetorical in a way, but I really wanted to just hear it. I wanted people to clarify the hate. So, 
because of because it's the Lakers, if the Lakers was to win, they're not going to count it. But I also heard, oh, and shout out to OLF. Shout out to my boy, my boy Hype. Uh, I think Hayes was on there. And I forgot the other, I forgot my other, because them niggas is like Wu-Tang. It's a gang of them. Anyhow, I hopped in on one of their, uh, one of their, uh, what you call it? In the house. I, I forgot, I forgot what the app is. Anyhow, I hopped in on their convo and I asked them the same thing. And I got, I got this. No for the Lakers. Yes for the Clippers and yes for Milwaukee. And I'm going to tell you why. Of course, Milwaukee, Milwaukee hasn't been in the limelight for a very long time. I mean, even with the Ray Allen days, they were still, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, blah. Um, then you got the Clippers, and we, you, we pretty much know their history. It's not much there to talk about. Um, but they feel like because of their history, that this championship would mean a lot to them and their fans. I said, what makes you think that that's not the same case for the Lakers? It's because we're already established, we're highly hated, and LeBron is on the team. And so I get that. I get that. I knew the moment, and it was a shout-out to my boy Jarv, you know, uh, the, the, the Gray Area podcast, one of the best podcasts out there. Uh, Rap Roundtable. Still haven't been on there, Jar, but that's another bone I'm going to pick with you on another day. Um, the Before he even called me, and my wife woke me up out of my nap, and this was the day I was going to work, and then she said, is this real? And I looked at the contract or whatever, bam, run to the Lakers. That moment right then and there, I knew it's going to be a different type of Laker hate. Because you're bringing all the people that that don't like Bron, including myself. See, this is the history between me and Bron. Everybody know the Lakers belong to a numerous players, but when you think of the Lakers, this is the identity: Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, and then others fall in there. You got Shaq, you got Chamberlain, you got Jerry West. You got, you know, at, you got you throw in Phil Jackson as well. He's 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 a part of the identity as well. The Bus family, etc. But when you talk about the identity of the Lakers, if you want to go anywhere in the world and ask a random person when they think about the Lakers, who do they think about? I'm pretty sure it's going to come down to Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson. I don't care what order you put it in. But now. And, and and the Lakers have always been that that team that either they really love you or they definitely hate you. And there's always some bogus reason. And I know one of the reasons is when you win a lot, you're going to get hated a lot. You know what I mean? Also, being in a city where the sun shines most of the time, our shit don't stink, et cetera, et cetera. I'm still mad at what Kobe, quote unquote, did to Shaq. Oh, they got rid of Shaq. That bullshit. You know what I mean? That, that shit got old. Um, I don't even think Shaq care about that no more. But them niggas are still mad about it. Don't care. You know what I'm saying? So people pick and choose what they hate the Lakers about. Most of this shit is irrelevant. But I will say this. The hate for LeBron is very valid. Because I, too, was on that side of the fence. But at the same time, shout out to my boy, Phillip Rivers, who's played with uh, the Chargers his whole career. It took me a while to appreciate that career, you know what I mean? That man, that quarterback. Same thing with Braun. 
Early on, I didn't want to hear none of that. He's the best. He's the top five, this, etc. Didn't want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he hasn't proved. And this was even before. This was even before he won a championship. Right? So we know he didn't do anything with Cleveland prior to him going to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Now, he did history-wise. Now, real hoopers know that he basically pulled some slugs with him. You know what I'm saying? And we'll give him that. We just didn't want to give him that credit at the time. Miami, we did. We crucified him for going to team up with another star and a superstar. And you can even call Bosch a superstar because he was holding down Toronto heavy. You know what I mean? Um, and so he did that. You know, he de- he definitely did that. Um, and 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 it was just, it was just you know a lot of. A lot of the hate that LeBron received came from MJ fans, respectfully, because they consider him the GOAT, and it's been divided since he came into the league amongst three players. Sometimes you could throw four in there because a lot of cats is disrespectful to history, whereas I got Kareem as the best player of all time for obvious reasons. They don't care about those obvious reasons, as they shouldn't, because Jordan has obvious reasons to be number one as well. We got a lot of people that feel like Kobe should be number one. And I'm not going to argue against that because that's my guy. Obviously, he's everybody's guy now, but that's just what it is. And now you got LeBron coming in here, uh, wrecking shop, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, fucking up the stat sheets in the history book. And now he's on a ring chase. And so people know if he wins a ring while wearing that Laker jersey, that, that's, hmm, let me word this the right way. That makes his argument a little bit stronger. Now, I'm also on the side that says, I count the losses in the finals. Why? Because none of you niggas that can make a layup with your left hand has ever been to the finals. There has been a lot of superstars and stars, great role players that may have only been to the finals once, maybe twice, or have not been to the finals at all. So to get to the finals nine times, Magic, to get to the finals seven times, Kobe, to get to the finals a plethora of times, (laughs) and LeBron, it... You got to count that for something. Now, out of those three, he has a losing record. And that's what they're attacking. But because he's in the Laker jersey and they know how this goes. See, it's hypocrisy across the board, right? Because people will sit up there and argue one point that favors their argument. But when it's flipped around, they don't want to play that game. Okay, so with that being said, I understand it. I understand why people will not have LeBron as their best player of all time because he has a losing record. And I also know it's because he has a Laker jersey on. And that's, I'm tying it all the way back around. And this is why, this is one of the major reasons why the Lakers win the championship this year. It won't matter to certain people. Not just because they don't like the Lakers. Not because it probably was their team that we eliminated or beat through the playoffs and in the finals. 
not because it was a short season, but because LeBron Raymond James has won a title in a Los Angeles Lakers jersey that not only ties it with Boston for the most championships, but that just puts us back on SportsCenter 24-7. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. We don't ask for this. As a matter of fact, let me tell you how much hypocrisy it is. <laughs> how come Laker fans cannot talk about us? We can, we can successfully not talk about us because there's really nothing going on right now. Yet and still, of course, of course the media is going to bring up, like, I stopped hating the Dallas Cowboys because of the coverage a long time ago. We know Dallas is going to get the coverage. Why? Because now, wait, for, I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Dallas doesn't have the highest, uh, the most expensive um, stadium anymore. Um, but I will say this. Because of who they owner is, and because of the players that they go after, and some of these players, like Tony Romo is mediocre, as a mediocre quarterback. Dak Prescott is all right. Yet, because he plays in that Dallas jersey, he's going to be amplified. And I've, I've been understanding that since the 90s, bro. Since they had real killers in that Dallas jersey. The Emmitt Smith, the Troy Aikmans, the Michael Irvins. You know, they had real life, they had real life killers in those jerseys. Deion Sanders. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remember Leon Lett? <laughs> Yo, shout out to Leon Lett. Frank Widecheck. You know what I'm saying? Like they had cats over here. So everything was going to be ample. The fact that I know who Frank Widecheck is. Now, don't get me wrong, I am a student of the game, and I do pay attention to players that might not get the spotlight compared to other players. At the same time, the 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 basic the, the, the basic fan, they don't know. They don't know who Frank Whitecheck is. Killer, though. Moose. Oh, Moose. Come on, man. But I, I've come to understand that the marketing is excellent. And the fact that the Lakers can actually back it up, that's just going to, it's where they're going to be talked about. They're going to be talked about. Why? Because LeBron James is in New Jersey. He lured AD over there. Caruso has a ball spot, yet he's hooping, and he has multiple murals out here that he shares with Kobe and Nipsey. That's called Los Angeles love, to live and die in L.A. Right? That's why. Everybody that we add to the team, we amplify. We just do. That's the way we do it. I understand certain teams don't do that. That's not my marketing problem. It's not. But I'm telling you this. I'm old school. And my old school might be different from my OG old schools. But I'm from the school where if there's a head of fade, everybody. Now, I, before, let me get back to Goldie and them. Um, the Ballers Union podcast. That's what it is. Great show. I've been on two of them. Shout out to Gio. But they're saying because they didn't play the additional 20 games. Let me tell you something. I'm not going to lie to you. I respect Goldie. I respect Smash. I respect CP. And I respect Gio. But respectfully, that's one of the dumbest things ever. That's one of the dumbest things that, ever, that was ever said. To combat <laughs> the championship run. I'm going to tell you why. There was 20 games left. At the time, if y'all don't remember, the Lakers was on a hot streak. We were on a hot streak to lock up that number one seed, right? 20 games. Now we want to play the if game. 
well, if this could have happened and this could have happened and what if this could have, I'm not worried about that because what if did happen? What if the season was cut short and we only played 10 games and then we go straight to the playoffs? You want to know what? It's still the fucking same thing. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I think all of us would agree that if they if they took 20 games off of the season, we wouldn't complain at all. Now, if they pushed it back a little bit to where we did have basketball playoffs in the summertime, extended, where it went in, uh, where it uh, kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't even think of the word right now. But anyhow, you know, we got college football starting late August, early September, and then we got NFL starting early September, right? First or second week of September. I think we can all agree that if they got cut down to 62 games, we will be fine with that. Not only that, I think we can agree that everybody, well, besides the COVID incidents, everybody, and besides besides Rondo, everybody is fully healthy. I mean, of course, you got Bradley Bill opt out. Uh, you got the shooter over there that opt out. Uh, but that was a business decision. And these guys opt out of the plan. Well, I think uh, Bradley Bill still said he's going to play. But I think, I ain't going to say I think I know some of these net players, some of these Washington players, some of these players that's not in playoff contention. They made a whole nother bubble in Chicago for the eight other teams to play in. For what? For why? So the, so my point is, these these certain players opt out, and some of them, I ain't going to call no names out, a little fake, trying to push the whole BLM movement, saying we need to stick to this because we don't want to lose our focus. But in reality, it was because they team never had a chance and still don't have a chance, and probably next year don't have a chance of winning the title next year. Well, I ain't going to say that about the Brooklyn Nets because KD's supposed to be coming back. Kyrie's supposed to be fully healthy. But besides that, everybody's healthy to play. Everybody's going to be sluggish. So if everybody's going to pick up a little bit slow, maybe the first round is going to be duds. And it's not going to be that bad. We're talking about professional athletes. If you think... <sighs> Sometimes I'll be thinking, you can't be this dumb... If you don't think some of these players are actually working out during this time, if you don't think they have inside information on when this league is going to officially start, it doesn't, doesn't, I don't understand. Let me get a drink of water. Let me get a drink of water before I finish this. These are professional athletes. Again, there is a difference, and I do know the difference between being in shape and being in game shape. That's obvious. Let's not go that route. Everybody's going to start off on the same level. Unless you're some type of maniac or something like that, that you can just get out there and don't stretch. I used to make that mistake sometimes. Majority of the time, I didn't stretch. I, and, you know, sometimes I balled. Sometimes I was mediocre. Sometimes I was trash. Um, but stretching helps. And you're also supposed to stretch after the game, too. Anyhow, um, everybody's going to start off on the same level. Everybody. Now, unless you want to make a fuss about the last six, seven, eight, nine seeded teams where it could, you know, those those records mattered, then okay, have them duke it out. 
But they ain't got nothing to do with the Lakers. They ain't got nothing to do with the goddamn Clippers. They ain't got nothing to do with Milwaukee. Who already, if there was an actual finals to where three teams can play at the same time, it would just be those fucking three teams. Nobody else is concerned. If anything, Milwaukee has a Milwaukee has a, a higher chance of being upset because it's in the East. And nobody's really picking Milwaukee to win. But outside of that, but they can come down to the fucking Lakers and the Clippers. I can't even be, I can't believe I'm saying the Clippers, but it is what it is because I know they roster. So outside of those three teams, you niggas is uh, now all of a sudden y'all want to be all all teams matter type of nigga because the Lakers have a great chance and the Clippers have an even greater chance or the same chance as the Lakers and from the looks of it are what people are saying Milwaukee is going to skate through the East, which I don't really believe. I think, I think if Boston fucking wakes up, if, if I don't really believe in Philly like that, but goddamn, if they was to stay healthy in the wake up, nigga, they'll have some problems over there. Don't count Toronto out. We already know the major piece of them winning the championship was Kawhi. And even then they had to lose two of their top players to, uh, you know, I mean, go to say had to lose two of their top players for them to barely win. I left stuff alone. You know, it is what it is. At the same time, though, let's not act like, <laughs> let's not act like, you know, it, it, let's just say Milwaukee cruises through the East. That's it. We expected that. If the Clippers was to make it to the finals, we somewhat expected that. The Lakers making it to the championship, we somewhat respect. Why are y'all worried about the other teams now? Why? Why? Y'all telling me, and now I get it. If we're so concerned about COVID, I get it. As, as a fan, I would be concerned too. But if they're not concerned and they still want to play, who the fuck am I? Like I told my boy D. Murph, I was just on the flagrant too with D. Murph. You, I, it's not like I'm not going, I'm going to watch. If I disagree with them going to the bubble, I'm not going to turn off my TV if I see the fucking Rockets versus the Pelicans. <coughs> I'm getting another drink of water. I'm just not. And you know what? You not either. You the, the person that don't like the Lakers, you're going to watch the games because you're going to want them to lose. But 50% of that, the other 50% is, bro, you just want to watch basketball. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. That's how I really feel. Good luck to everybody. I just hope my team is more blessed. I hope my team doesn't win off of luck. I just hope my team is blessed. Bring home 17. We'll worry, the, we'll worry about the future later. But if you ask me again, yes. The championship counts. CL, you just text me uh, about my last episode. It was about Pat Mahomes. It was about UCLA. You know what I'm saying? It's about Kyrie starting up his own league. I love the feedback. I appreciate that, CL, because if anybody, I know you rock with me. JL, too, but I know you send me more feedback. Are you taking away that Spurs championship against the Knicks? I need to know. Because guess what? I'm not. But if y'all want to play dirty, then you got to take away that championship, too. All lockout championships, take them away. 
You know what I'm saying? All shortened season championships, take it away, but you're not. You want to know why? Because it wouldn't make any goddamn sense. It wouldn't make any sense. Now, I can see if they change the format in the playoffs, now we got a problem. Because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't play, you didn't play the same structure that we did back then. If you say the first round is going to be a three-game series, that's not fair. Because we was playing seven-game series up until then. And before then, it was like, what, five? So if you change that, if you say, yeah, you know what, the first round is going to be a one-game series, do or die, NFL playoff type, that's not right. But we're talking about skipping a regular season or playing the last 10 games or whatever. You might as well just skip the regular season. I don't see the difference. I get it. There might be there might be a team that catch fire. Sacramento or the Portland might catch fire. I get that. Right? But if you start talking about injuries, bro, you can get injured from the shout out to hey uh Gordon Hayward. That nigga got injured the first, the first goddamn uh, game of the of the year a couple of years ago where he collided with Braun in midair and almost lost his goddamn foot. So I don't want to hear about it. And why would you why would you want why would you want to put that in effect anyway? Injuries. No, we've been arguing for years for the NFL and the NBA. Cut down some of these games. They're playing too many games. These players is not, and that's a whole other argument, but these players not built like that. Cut that shit down to 62 games. Cut it down to 13 games in the NFL. They're not going to do that. And they just added another playoff game. So I, I don't want to hear it. I don't, y'all, just too many excuses, bro. It's too many excuses. And then when I heard it'll matter if the Clippers won or if Milwaukee won, that's when I was done. You can't hate somebody that bad. You can't. Because I don't hate nobody that bad. I really don't. Like, I don't even hate, I don't, I don't even, I stopped, I stopped hating the Patriots that much a while ago. I just recognize what they've done to get there. But it doesn't matter because they have already won. If you talk to some people, they don't, they don't care about the deflate gate. Or when any gates they're a part of. They don't care. Damn, I went on a tangent. <sighs> I'll see y'all next week, man. That bullshit. <laughs> that bullshit, man. Overrun with BTG. Part of the Red Silence Network. Stop hating. <laughs>